My name's Steve. I'm part of the team here, and um, I'm really excited about this message today. I really believe that uh, that song that we've just been singing is is a setup. I've, uh, I really feel like God wants to do something pretty cool today, so I've asked um, Liam to stay with me because he might just bring the anointing, and that's what we need, and really believing in a great way. And so he's got a seat. He looks like he could sit in for the whole day. He's a musician. He can play all day, people. He can play all day. Hey, we've been um, on this. Uh, we've been part of this series uh, around the Holy Spirit. We've, if you've been in the last few months, uh, you've heard some amazing messages on it. And if you're just new here today, or maybe you're just new online, you can easily just jump onto onto the website, and you can listen to all of those messages if you need to catch up on it. Some amazing, amazing messages. But we're coming to the end of that series today, and it's my honour to be able to wrap it up. And when I found that out, I was like, man, what do you do? When there's just been so much, we've been talking about the gifts of God. We've been talking about the, 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 the fruits of the Spirit. We've been talking about how do you fit all of that into to, to one message. And, 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 you know, I know, you know, you don't stress, but sometimes I have to go to God because I'm like, God, what do I do? How do we pack all of that into one? And I really believe that the message I have for you today is even uh, more um, uh, even bigger because the, the, the word that God put on my heart for today, I really believe God wants to show you this massive picture and see how this incredible day fits into it. We're about to step into, as you heard uh, Pam share before, into global legacy. And I really believe that God's about to do something great. Three of us, fantastic. And, um, and I really believe that God is going to do something amazing and we're going to finish it today. Next Sunday, is the day where we would celebrate Pentecost Sunday and we're going to do that today. And we're going to be talking about it today as, a, as a, just a perfect way for us to finish this today. I really believe that God's going to speak to people. We're going to finish with that song and I really believe God's going to move in this place. He's going to move online. I don't know where you are. Maybe you're still sitting in your bed. Maybe you're up. Maybe you're walking somewhere or maybe you're driving and you've got this in your ears, you know. I believe God's going to move and speak to you today in an amazing way. You say, Steve, you sound very confident. Oh, I, I am. I am. I know that God can do it online. I know God can do it when you're in the room. I know God can do it when you're in a great place. And I know God can do it when you're in a place you would rather not be and you're hoping to move on to a new season really quick. I'm going to try and piece together today this thought that when Pentecost came, when, when the Holy Spirit that we would understand as Christians showed up on that day and came and the flames of fire came on people's head and they started to speak in tongues, what was happening? What were the Jewish people thinking? And how did that mark? Do you know that there was three significant festivals that the Jewish people, when Jesus was on this planet, would would um, would uh, would that, that they would participate in some for eight days, some for two days, but they were these amazing festivals. And I want to take you to, on this journey of how God would show up in these festivals, how what God's doing now and was about to do would show up in these festivals, and and not only would He show up, but He would bring a revelation that would change us forever. You say, Steve, you're pretty brave to try and bite this off this morning. I've, I've been praying, people. I'm trying not to get distracted. I want to I wanna share today, uh, the, the message today is called the Shavuot, 
We know Pentecost as often the Holy Spirit, but do you know that Shavuot doesn't mean that? 1,500 years before Pentecost, as we know it came, they had already been, uh, they had already been um, celebrating Shavuot. So when the Holy Spirit came, it was in amongst the festival. Wouldn't it be amazing to find out what God was thinking and why He chose this day? Pentecost actually means the 50th, the 50th day since Passover or the seventh week since Passover. Passover. I want to lead you on this journey, this thread through the Jesus Festival landscape. And I'm going to try and jam it into the time that we have. There's three festivals that lead up to this moment. The eight-day festival of Sukkot, the Passover festival, which we probably know the best, and the festival of Shavuot. There are significant markers in Jewish calendars that become significant revelations in our Christian walk. This first one, Sukkot, is this amazing festival. When, when we just had the harvest, when we've just been blessed, the Jewish people would, would, would have a festival and believe that God was going to show up again. Isn't that a pretty cool thought? I just got through this one and I got blessed here but I'm going to believe right now that God's going to show up in my next season. You with me? I think, that's, I think that's a good point, you know? And so what they would do is there was a bunch of things. I'm not even going to be able to get most of them in here, but what they would do is the people would build these, what we call booths, yeah? And they would live in these booths for the seven, eight days. They would set them up and, and the, they would have to set them up like, a, a, how would, it's kind of like some kid's hut, you know? They've got a bit of, tin there and, the, and a few bits of board there and an old pallet on this side and they would set these things up and, and in the roof, the way that they would build the roof uh, that you'd have to be able to see the stars through the roof I don't know if you want a house like that but they would go and live in these huts for 8 days as a reminder is God I trust you they would sleep and look up at the stars and wonder and wonder of how amazing God is. And they would come back to that point that God ultimately we rely on you to provide for us. There would be all of these amazing things that would be happening over these days. The priests, one of the things that they would do is they would burn offerings made of fire and aroma pleasing to the Lord. And then, uh, and then these burnt offerings and drink offerings and more would happen. On the first day of Sukkot, they would, they would um, sacrifice 13 young bulls and rams and 14 male lambs each year, along with the grain and the other offerings as well. 13 on the first day. On the second day, they would pre- prepare 12 bulls and they would sacrifice those. On the third day, 11. On the fourth day, 10. On the fifth day, they would prepare nine. And on the sixth day, they would prepare eight. And on the seventh day, they would prepare seven. I don't know uh, if you can picture this, but I'm picturing there's this, there's all of these people uncovering themselves and living at the mercy of God, trying to take the things away that would cover them from saying, God, you were real. At the same time, there was, there was a bry happening. Like a seven day bry. Yeah, you with me? 
And there's that smell of, 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 of burnt meat. Oh man, come on, this is a good day. I mean, there's, a, there's a just, I mean, it takes a while and, and there's a sacrifice of bulls and there's this burnt smell, there's a barbecue smell in the air. I mean, that's great. At the same time that that was happening, they would go down to the well of Solemn and they would, they would bring up a, a gold a vessel of water and they would bring it up to the altar. And they would walk onto the altar and they would pour this, 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 um, this water out and on the other side they would pour out wine. And over the altar, the water would start flowing down onto the ground, onto the altar while you could smell this barbecue and while you could see people living uncovered in their life. All of these things happening on. People would be worshipping and, 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 and speaking out verses. In fact, the worship was so amazing as they would do this is that it's because people believed the more they worshipped, the more they would be blessed. Could you imagine that? If, if you you just well, oh I'll just I'll just be I'll just worship a little bit I might have like this little hand out like that they believe that you only got a little bit of rain on your land in the future so people were like I want to be blessed so they would worship in an amazing way the way there would be music playing and there would be there would be songs being sung and there would be scriptures that were being read and there would be this water day after day being poured out this water and wine until it got to the eighth day. On the eighth day, as they poured out the water and the wine, it would be overflowing. It would be overflowing off the altar. It would be coming down the stairs. It would be coming into the courtyard. You would have the smell because on the eighth day, there was just one bull that would be sacrificed. On the seven days, there were 70 bulls that were sacrificed. The picture of that, at the time, they believed there was 70 nations. So there was a sacrifice for every nation. But on the last day, there was one sacrifice, one sacrifice that would be enough for all of the nations. There's a smell of, of, of this offering in the air. There's this water and this wine that is rushing down, pouring out, overflowing every, everywhere. It's pouring out and it's coming on to everyone as they would worship and they would sing and that they would call out. And in amongst that, in amongst that place, we hear that Jesus stood up and He said, on the greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the Scripture has said, streams of living water will flow with, from within him. But this, by this he meant the Spirit, who those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not been glorified. Can you imagine? He wrecked their festival. It was all pointing that hope and that an overflowing was about to come. One Saviour given for all of the nations was about to show up. The water, the water signifies that this life it was an offering as they lived in a desert place. The wine, if you understand from the biblical reading, is always about joy. This water and this wine was flowing out. That this, that this, this cleansing of what God's about to do and this joy for the church is pouring out. The smell of one sacrifice given for all. People worshipping and people calling out on the things of God. And in that moment, Jesus stands up and says, Hey, if you're thirsty, 
Come to me. Oh man, some people were like, what? I think it's Jesus. Others were like, whoa, whoa, you can't do that. The first festival. Do you know that one of Jesus' names is salvation? And the Hebrew word for uh, salvation literally says, with joy you will draw water from the wells of Jesus. Pretty cool, hey? The Saviour of the nations, the Saviour for one, it promises the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Jewish festival, a revelation comes and Jesus is revealed as the Saviour and the promise of what is, next, is to come. We're going to quickly jump out of that. I know you've got so many questions. I know you're thinking, I, some people are giving up writing notes right now. But we're going to move to the Passover. Maybe that's the festival that we understand the best. But the, the, the Passover festival is a festival where, uh, where that we would, uh, the Jewish people would celebrate the Exodus story. Celebrate remembering the God who saves us, who leads us and takes us from slavery into God's promises. The blood on the door for the passing over. Preparing an unblemished lamb as a family, you would get that ready. You would, you would uh, bring sacrifice to the temple. Blood would be poured out on the altar. Meat given to you to take to your home. You would clean your house. You would recount the stories of God moving and food would be eaten and other foods would not be eaten. And you would come into Passover very prepared with a great expectation of this God who did the incredible. Are you with me? And so we've gone from Sukkoth to Passover. This all happens in one year that you would have this festival and then you would go to this festival and that's what they were doing at this time, in the second festival. Among the festival, uh, the preparation would be ready. A celebration would be in place. A place of remembrance would be happening. There would be the smell of sacrifice and there would be the sound of praise. And that we, we know that in that moment, I'm not gonna take long on this one today. We know in that moment that Jesus gave His life, that He became that one sacrifice. He became the one who would lead us out of slavery into the promises of God. That He would become the Lamb, the unblemished Lamb, the perfect Lamb given for us. Isn't it amazing that God chooses Sukkoth to reveal Jesus as, if you are thirsty, come to me. And not only are you gonna be refreshed, but I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit that is going to refresh you ongoing. In the, in the, in the, same, uh, uh, the same festival of Passover, where one lamb is given so that there would be the blessing to continue in our family, that there's one that was a sacrifice for all, this one that was perfect, given for us, used to be for every household, now just for one, for all, one sacrifice for all. Isn't it amazing? That while everybody's celebrating this, God's saying, hey, I got more. I got more. He was whipped. He was beaten. And He was given as a sacrifice. He was trialed and found not guilty. No blemish. And given for us. 
Again, on this amazing Jewish festival, God shows up and brings a revelation that changed my life. Maybe changed you. As, as Christians, we celebrate Easter. It most of the time pairs up with Passover. Shall we get to the next festival? Is Liam doing all right? Still with us, mate? Fantastic. The next festival is the festival of Shavuot. We call it Pentecost. Jesus revealed as the Saviour. We've heard about Jesus revealed as the Messiah. What's He going to reveal in this festival? It's a first fruits offering festival where you would bring the first of your fruit. I don't know if you're gardeners, you're possibly not like Pastor Michael who knows all about it, but it's like when the first fruit comes on your tree. It's like when the first comes, it's not necessarily... Uh, uh, it's not all necessarily full, but it's like there's a sign that the tree's going to be full. You with me? Uh, my father-in-law used to always say to me, when we go fishing, you always give the first fish back. It's your offering. I get really convicted when it's a big fish, the first one. Just got to be honest. If it's a little fish, yeah, here you go. Quite happy to give it back. I'm, anyone else honest here? Thank you, thank you. People online, you're honest because we can't see you. And, uh, and they would bring the first because they are believing that once the first fruit comes, in fact, we know that the tree is going to be full. Isn't that an amazing way to bring an offering? I know that I'm going to bring the first fruit, even though I don't have all of the fruit. But when there's a good first fruit that comes on your tree, you know the tree is going to be full. And so we come into this moment where they're bringing this, this, this uh, first fruit offerings, but why are they doing it? What's the, the significance of the 50 days after? We know that Jesus, as He was about to return to heaven to sit at the right hand of the Father, He said to the disciples, hey, you guys have got to go and wait on me. I'm about to give you the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? He says it to them. He's saying, don't go and try and do this in your own strength. You can't. You need something more. Who knows that? You can't do it by yourself. You need more. And so he says, go and wait. And so they go and wait and 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 they go and wait until they get to this festival. This festival starts to line up. And they're at this festival. The people, the Jewish people were celebrating this festival. And when you read through some stuff, you're like, so what's really going on here? What's really happening here? Right, I would just go and ask Simon, you know, because he knows everything. And, um, but I, I, you know, so I, I was looking through a whole lot of different things. And, and 50 days after the Passover, 50 days after the churches had escaped Egypt, slavery, had been set free. What happened 50 days there? And 50 days after us as a church being set free, we see that the Torah is given. So they're celebrating the Torah. They're celebrating that God came down and brought a message of hope. 
They're celebrating that God came and brought this message of how we are supposed to live. And if we live like this, we will be a generation and a nation that would be, uh, would be blessed and the rest of the nations would be blessed because of us. This is what they're celebrating. They're celebrating uh, in this time that, that, God would sh- that God showed up and that it, the earth shook and the sky lightning came and, and lit up this, 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 uh, the sky. He, he, they're celebrating that the sound of God's voice uh, was booming. They're celebrating that the glory of God showed up. They're celebrating uh, that the shofar was blowing so loud that people were throwing back several miles, causing them to faint. They're celebrating that the, 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 the Shavuot's celebration is about them coming together and remembering all of these amazing things. It's a, it's a big deal in the Jewish culture, the receiving of the Ten Commandments. It's a massive deal. And then they're, so they're celebrating that at this time. They're celebrating that, that they're, they're remembering, they're, they're, they're recounting, they're going back over the things. They're remembering how God showed up that Moses was transformed and glowing, shining on like on fire. The Jewish people are celebrating. The harvest is coming. They would put flowers and herbs and branches in their homes and in the church uh, so that when you would walk on them, that they would, they would make the smell of harvest about to come. These beautiful pictures, they would wear white. We, we know a lot of people celebrate White Sunday now. They would, well, they would celebrate by wearing white, this, this shining cloth of what God was about to do. They would, be, uh, they would light candles, just candles, just candles everywhere. That this flame was not out, but it was about to burst into flame in a whole new way. And this is what happens in Deuteronomy 26. This is one of the verses that they would have been declaring. Once you enter the land that God, your God, has given you as an inheritance and take it over and settle down, you are to take some of your first fruits of what you grow in the land that God, your God, has given you. Put them in a basket and go to the place of God, your God, set apart for you to worship Him. At that time, go to the priest who was there and say, I announce, uh, I announce to God, your God today, that I have entered the land that God promised our ancestors, that He'd give to us. The priest will take the basket from you and place it on the altar of God, your God. And there in the presence of God, your God, you will recite. And it goes on to a whole lot. I'm not gonna read it all out, but it finishes with this. And today God has reaffirmed that you are dearly held treasure, just as He promised. A people entrusted with keeping His commandments, a people set high above all other nations that He has made, high in praise, fame and honour. You're a people holy to God, your God. That's what He has promised. This is all going on. There's music playing. There's praise happening. There's an offering being brought. Do you know what? People would stay up all night learning the Torah. They would do all-nighters. Who likes all-nighters? A few people like all-nighters. You know why they would do all-nighters? Because before uh, hundreds and uh, thousands, 500 years ago, when they were meant to be ready to meet with God, 
they fell asleep and they were late to the meeting. Wasn't a good way to start. So they decided that never, that would never happen again. That when it came to Shavuot, they would be ready. They would stay up all night so that they wouldn't fall asleep and they would be ready for a moment with God, with the presence and the glory of God would come again. And in amongst all of these things, we read, I love this in Acts 2 and verse uh, 1 to 4, when the day of Pentecost or Shavuot came, They were all together in one place. Why? Because it's a festival where everybody had to join and everybody had to come again. Just like Sukkot and just like Passover, they were all together in one place. I love that about God is He wants us all together in one place. He wants us all together. He wants us all to be part of the promise. He wants us all to be part of the hope. I know you're looking at me going, you're pretty excited, Steve. Yeah, I am. Because you know what? When I didn't know about God, I needed someone else to believe for me. Hopefully someone passionate. Hope someone that was believing and praising and, 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 and interceding on my behalf. And in this moment, suddenly, a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven. And it filled the whole house that they were sitting And they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came up to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit had enabled them. I reckon we should give God some praise. Come on, you can do better than that. Come on. Out of all of the days, out of all of the days you could have picked to do this, out of all of the days you could picture, reveal that Jesus is the living well of hope. Out of all of the days that you could say that He is the one given for all, all nations and all people and all sin. And the day that He was about to reveal that the promise of the overflowing of what God's going to do, the new harvest is about to come in. Yeah, we gave the first fruits knowing that the tree was about to be full. Are you with me? Have you ever prayed like that? God, just do this one thing. If you just do this one thing, just heal this one thing. No, no, the whole tree is full of the miracles that the Holy Spirit wants to bring. I don't know if the Jewish uh, culture had realised by now something's happening. This is not random. You know, as a Christian, when I read stuff like this, it makes me confident. I kind of knew that and I kind of knew that and I hadn't seen that, but I kind of knew that. And I just become more confident that God that I serve is the God that rules the world, is great, rules the nation, who is over, who is the beginning, who is the end, who is the, who is the alpha, who is the omega, who is the answer. I just all of a sudden become confident in that. And do you know what? God wants to make us a confident church. Oh, I, if I use that miracle there, I'm not sure if I've got another miracle there. No, no, I want to be confident. I want to be confident that I pray there and 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 I pray there there that there's more than enough. An outflowing, a new harvest is about to come. You bring the fruit, first fruit because you're believing for the greatest harvest. And once again, the Holy Spirit shows up in this, in this, Festival that's already happening. The sign of outpouring. 
the sign that He's available to all. Enough that He would come upon us. This is the sign of the outpouring of God, the fullness, the greatest harvest is happening. The sound, the presence of God, His flame, the speaking in tongues is the same picture of the of the uh, sacrifice given for 70 nations is what they believed that the tongues was the people speaking in all of the nations of the world. There's enough for all of the world. This is a strong link to what happened 1,500 years ago. A miracle moment from slavery into promise. On the 50th day of Pentecost, the presence of God shows up in power. A power presence for all nations and tongues. Do you know what? When the law came, that day, 3,000 people were killed because of the way they were living. Do you know on the day of Pentecost, 3,000 were saved. Did you hear that? When the law came, people weren't ready. And so people were killed. You can read it. I mean, that's the law and that's scary, right? But on the day of, of, of Pentecost, oh man, it didn't matter whether you're ready or not. 3,000, as Peter preached this amazing sermon, he preached it out. 3,000 were saved in a day. That's the difference between living under law and living under the Spirit of God. That's the difference between the old and that's the difference between the new. That's the difference between trying to do it in your own strength and believing that God can show up and anoint you and appoint you and do something amazing. Come on, you can do better than that. This is a God that has a plan. He's been working it out and He wants to work it out in you. He wants to work it out in us and He wants to work it out in the world. This is an amazing, amazing gift. Jesus, the Saviour, the hope of Sukkot. Jesus, the Messiah at the Passover. The Holy Spirit outpouring at Savot and outpouring on the law and on the people. The first fruits. This is the start of the harvest. It has to come. The heaven is pouring out. He wants to pour out more than the law. He wants to pour out more than a festival. He wants to pour out more than a tradition. He wants to pour out more than we could imagine or dream. The Holy Spirit has promised at the steps of Sukkot, the promise of Jesus returning to the right hand of the Father. The Spirit shows up again. The gift at Savolt, the gift at Pentecost, the gift for all, this promise, Holy Spirit, this gift, Holy Spirit is available. It's available for all. This is a powerful life-changing moment in our calendar. This is a life-changing moment in our life. This is full of God and what He's gonna do in us. This is about the greatest harvest being released. In a moment, I'm going to ask you, do you need the fullness of God? They waited because they knew they couldn't do it in their own strength. That means they were human. They knew they couldn't do it by themselves. And so they waited. But you read on from Acts 2 too. You read on and all of a sudden they were ready. 
And the greatest harvest started to happen. And you know what? It's not meant to be stopping. It's meant to be continuing on. It's meant to be coming to a whole new place. If you need the fullness of God, a fresh pouring out, this might be the first time you've ever asked for the Holy Spirit to come in and fill you. If you're believing for the harvest to come, Wherever you are, I just want you to stand. Whether you're online, in this room, if that's you, I want you to stand. You're saying, I need a fresh outpouring. We're we're celebrating Pentecost. If that was us, we'd be going through this festival. If you're online, if you're driving, don't stand up. But I want you to stand and say, I need a freshness. I need an outpouring. I'm believing for God to do something cool. Come on, we're gonna stand and we're gonna sing with the team. Come on, declare it today. I'm going to do it on my own strength. Some here right now, you're tired. You're, you've been trying to do it. You've been, you've been believing, but you've been trying to do it on your own. Power of God coming on your life right now. People are being healed in this moment. Rest is coming to someone right now. You just felt like, oh, your shoulders just, just relaxed. Something changed. If God can bring the Holy Spirit in a festival 2,000 years ago about a thing that they were celebrating 1,500 years before that, the same God can show up today. We're waiting on you. Lord, we're waiting on you. Someone's just getting filled with the Holy Spirit right now. First time. You feel the presence of God on you on your right now. There's someone here. You're being filled up. There's going to be a shine. You're going to start to shine in your workplace. You're about to shine in your world. You're about to shine in your family. You're about to shine in a whole new way. There's someone sitting at home right now. And God's just showing up in your space. You can, you can feel this presence of God. You didn't even know what that was. That's the presence of God right now in this place. And God is moving. He is powerfully moving in your life. He is powerfully moving through you. He is bringing, a, he is bringing the fire of heaven upon your life. He's about to bring salvation to your house. He's about to bring hope to your house. He's about to bring a move of God to your house. Lord, we declare it in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, we pray, bring your Spirit into our workplaces, Lord. Bring your Spirit into our schools, Lord. Bring your Spirit into my family, Lord. Lord, I need a fresh outpouring, Lord. God, would you pour out of my life? Pour out over me, Lord. It would be like that altar that the water would be running down and that the wine would be running down. There would be healing, but there would be joy. There would be cleansing, but there would be hope. Lord, 
we declare it today. Lord, we're, we're declaring you fill us, fill us, fill the tree, Lord. Fill hope, Lord. We declare it. Come on, we're going to sing again. Just lift those hands again. I'm gonna wait on you. And I've tasted your goodness. Trust in your promise. I'm gonna wait on you. I'm gonna wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. I trust in your promise. your goodness I trust in your promise I'm gonna wait on you I'm gonna wait on you I've tasted your goodness trust in your promise Lord we trust in your promise we trust in your promise Lord, we've seen a small glimpse of how you show up on your promise. And you do it again and again. And we're celebrating something that happened thousands of years ago. And yet you want to do it again. Your Holy Spirit is available to us now. God, my family needs you to move. Lord, my business needs you to move. Lord, my friends need you to move. Lord, my workplace needs you to move. Lord, this nation and the nations of your world need to to move. Lord, we need you to move. And we're, we're willing to wait on you. We're willing to wait for 50 days. Lord, we're willing to wait for whatever it means. But we pray that you would come and we believe in your promise. We trust in your promise. Lord, we pray, come. Lord, is there someone believing for a miracle? Man, it's been five years. Lord, we declare that miracle is about to come, Lord. No more waiting, Lord. We've been waiting and we pray that it would come out right now. Lord, there's someone here today. You've had amazing, terrible migraines, Lord. It's gone today in the mighty name of Jesus. Someone you're hearing has been healed. I feel like from left to right, you're about to get the sensation that God's about to heal you in a whole new way. Someone, you've been having problems in your chest area. Lord, we declare that we believe in your promise. Lord, we declare healing to come. Lord, salvation to come. Lord, and a healing to come and breakthrough. Lord, we declare today, mums and dads are going to be saved. Lord, we've been believing in the promise and we ask God that you would do it now. We've been believing for sons and daughters to be saved. Lord, we ask right now, Lord, that you would do a miracle, Lord, an overflowing, Lord, an overflowing, Lord. Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, Amen.
Amen. Come on, why don't you give God a great big hand?